Jackson says he ate some cupcake, cupcakes this weekend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he wrote, then I threw some away because it's unhealthy to eat. Oh. <laughs> oh, Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh it's so funny mm-hmm. it's an inside joke and it's really funny not everybody's yeah. gonna get it that's watching but it's no, it trust really me funny. it's it's really funny Hey, this is Alex Sturgeon, Hobbytown Hobbyplex, and with me as always, Will Brinton. And uh, we're here this day, this day to talk mostly about um, everything at the Hobbyplex. There's not a whole lot going on. I, I did write down a bunch of Southern Nats, uh, Southern Indoor Championships. Sorry, there's too many of these races that I, I get confused about. But anyways, uh, so I did write down some of the local um, pro finishes that I thought was pretty cool. And, yeah. uh, um, and then... Uh, I wanted to talk about the Arm of Fire team now that we can actually talk about it, and then uh, and then we'll get to race results because you raced, you ran races on Saturday, mm-hmm. and I was out of town, and uh, I got to go to the Salt City Challenge at High Performance Hobbies in Hutchinson, Kansas. Yeah, and I was hired to be race director for the uh, second race of theirs down there. They have the Fall Classic in October, and the Salt City Challenge is usually in January. And, uh, uh, I've been race director for both of them. And I thought, uh, as far as that went, uh, it couldn't have gone any better. And, uh, um, I want to talk about that a little bit, uh, and then we'll get to comments. So if you got a comment, um, or a question or something you want, a topic you want us to talk about, uh, you can just throw it in the comments and we'll get to it at the end. If you want an answer right away, uh, leave a super chat, super chat, and we'll, we'll stop everything we're doing and answer it. In fact, um, a super chats would be awesome because right now um, I'm under the threshold for uh, Will and I getting paid this month. So a couple yeah. ex- a couple super chats would probably be good uh, just to help us out a little bit. <laughs> we need like we so like the way I asked for uh, for people to help stay and uh, put the track away on Saturday. Yeah, we, like I did it like one of those Sarah McLaughlin like in the commercials. arms of <laughs> the angel dude i was in such a delirium i don't even remember how i did it but it was funny i know that well, that's good i think i had everybody like really concerned and i got their attention oh like something was bad and it oh. was like if you could stay and help funny funny <laughs> is good keeping it light and funny is always good yeah. um friday we didn't race we had uh we got snowed out for the first time in a long time snowed out it's probably a good idea though from everything i was in kansas but from everything that i saw behind me um i'm sure that was a good idea the thing is is it's not getting there it's getting out of there because the way the parking lot is oh yeah like a lot of people don't think about that like that parking lot's like a 90 degree angle straight up yeah (laughs) it's it's not that bad but like when it gets snowy blowy out like it's hard to get out of that parking lot i don't know i had to get a run at it a couple of times yeah that's what nice thing about having a four-wheel drive truck. That's why I love my truck. I got my truck stuck down there before. Mm. Hey, did you know that this uh, show is brought to you by Pivot Lending Group? It is? Yeah, it totally is. 
wow, how can I learn more about Pivot Lending and their services? Uh, you can look up their website, uh, pivotlendinggroup.com or pivotlending.com. So they they lend pivots? What do they do? Oh, they're a mortgage company. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, they can get you hooked up with uh, a uh, refinance or a home loan. Um, and uh, then you can be um, in good debt for yeah. 30 or 15 years or less. Or more, whatever you want. Yeah, I don't think there's more than 30. Oh. Yeah, I don't plan on living that long. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyways. Then they're if, like, okay, only 15 years for yeah. this guy. <laughs> if, you, uh, if you get a hold of uh, Don Zoller or uh, Aiden Olson's dad and uh, mention our show and get hooked up with a home loan or refinance, uh, you can get point, is it point one two five? Yeah, an eighth of a percent. Yeah, an eighth of a percent. Uh, off your interest rate or $500 lender credit. Um, and that usually goes towards closing costs. If anybody's wondering what I'm doing, I'm drilling out uh, bulk cups to fit an eighth inch uh, or like a heavy duty uh, titanium turnbuckle for my gas truck. Because my, my bulk cups are all worn out on that thing oh, already. So, that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I've been running that thing for what, like, Eight months now. Yeah, the original yeah. Ball cups yeah, all summer it. and all yeah, summer and most of the winter wears out. Ball cups are like probably the most important part of like easiest thing you can do on your car to make it handle good all the time or consistent. Like people take that for granted, but yeah, like that's like when somebody's car is acting weird. Like uh, my car spins out all the time. That's the first thing I go to is ball cups. I also um, I changed out Emerson's when. Uh, um, he kept popping one side off left and right. And I just changed oh, all yeah. the ball cups out completely kind of started over on the techno. Yeah. Yeah. On the, uh, ET on the mini truggy. Do you run the techno links on that or do you run something else? No, we just run straight techno stuff. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. They're, they're, they're good. They don't, they don't necessarily once. I think what happened was he popped one off and then we never changed it. So it, we just kept popping the same one off. Oh. When I should have yeah, done that, I mean, we should have done that a long time ago. Changed him out. Yeah, and he hasn't had it. He hasn't had that problem since. So, so we uh, we left to to uh, go to Kansas. I wanted to leave at like seven in the morning, and I didn't wake up, or maybe I did wake up, and I was just like, ah, screw it. And uh, so we missed the ice in the morning because by the time we left, the ice had melted, and it hadn't started snowing yet. So we we left in this perfect pocket of of time where it wasn't ice and it wasn't snowing. And uh, by the time we got down there, it was still pretty cold, but um, we had this crazy north wind. So my gas mileage down there was awesome. It was great. It's probably the sweet. best I've had. Actually, I had like a quarter of a tank left. I can usually make it to Hutch and back on one tank in my, in my truck. So I want to talk about the, uh, the Southern Indoor Champs real fast. So I've kind of, I had a realization when I was watching the mains last night. Um, I got home in time to watch some of the mains on, on, on Live RC. And there's basically like, um, I think the eight scale realm has kind of converted to this arena racing. Yeah. You know it what seems I'm, to be the standard. Like yeah. that's the only way you're going to do this. Okay. So the way I look at it is the arena racing is a guaranteed race every time. Right. That too. So, uh, cause I was watching, they had the, they had these ads rolling for, uh, the psycho nitro blast. And then if you had the, the, let's see what races are there. Southern indoor champs, Alabama, 
manufacturer shootout. Um, is Wicked Weekend another one where they have the? Is it the indoor? I think it is indoor. Wasn't it, supposed, wasn't it supposed to be a sequel to uh, to the Psycho Nitro Blast? That one, I think, or whatever. I think so. And there's Silver State. Silver State's indoor, right? It's like a that's a track that's not there. Like pretty much all these tracks are non-purpose built tracks. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, they're built for racing, but they're not. You can't go there to club races. Yeah. What I mean, just think of all that work. Yeah. I mean, you know? holy crap! They got to build a track. And then have it all torn down when it's over within about a, what, a week and a half? Yeah, that's a lot of work. Seems like these guys, this race time entertainment, I've never actually been to one of their races. To be honest, I probably won't just because I'm not really that big into eight scale, right? I don't, I don't travel well for eight scale stuff, right? Me personally. I want to go to one. I know. I, I, I think I would travel well with that. They look, they look awesome. It's, it's a guaranteed race. The tracks are big. So you get, you get to actually experience what an eight scale track, what an eight scale is capable of. I think that's why they're so popular. I think that's why a lot has to do with why. And plus how they're ran. I know, um, Lance, uh, Oh God, what's his last name from, from, uh, Florida. Anyways, he's one of the race directors and I know that, um, he does a good job. Um, it seemed like Lance McDonald. There we go. Sorry. Um, had a brain fart. Um, so, I mean, I think there's a good reason why, you know, they, they do get such a good turnout and it's consistent and the tracks are always cool. They always have some gnarly thing that, that nobody does. Well, the thing that I thought was really cool about like the race time or psycho, is that the one psycho nitro blast with the wood jumps jumps or wood? Yeah. That's pretty neat. Yeah. I want to do a wood jump for us. I've been meaning We've to do one before. I know I've been meaning to do one for a while where we can put it on the oval and take yeah. it off. So the thing that I, I like about the wood jumps that like at least our track is since we run clay tires, the jump grooves up and you get this like really good group, like grip on the jump for some reason. It's crazy. The last time we used uh, our big 12 by 12 wood section and remember it was a 10 scale race and we were doing wheelies on it. It was crazy. Yeah, I think I flipped a car over backwards coming off that thing one time. We might bring that back for the INS race. Yeah. We might have a wood section for the INS. That or the... the, the, um, Pro-Tech race? The brick section. Oh. Bricks are hard, though. It's a lot more work. Oh, all right. To lay those out. And I'm, I'm all about not... I'm all about limiting the amount of work I have to do now. (laughs) <laughs> that's fine no i know the thing is is like the the less work you have to do to do something is the less less you'll have to do to maintain it yeah exactly you know uh so the southern indoor challenge or the sick race uh had 659 entries 268 drivers wow yeah it's a lot everybody ran three classes mm. mm-hmm um, I just wanted to go over um, a couple of the classes, uh, e-buggy and pro-buggy is what I have written down here, although I know there was more than that, but just how our guys did. So in e-buggy, um, you had uh, Mayfield, uh, Tessman, and Tyler Jones, your top three. Mason Fuller got ninth, uh, Seth Van Dalen 12th, um, Jared Tebow finished 7th, so if you want to throw if you want to throw Jared into our locals since he comes up so much now, um, 
he was the highest finisher in e-buggy out of the locals. Caden Fuller made the main and finished 14th. And then um, uh, Jared Wiggins, who um, I'm still going to throw him into that group, even though he lives in Texas and hadn't been here in a while, but still, um, he was 15th. And, uh, and then pro buggy, you had Mayfield with the win, uh, Spencer Rivkin second, and Jared Tebow finished third in that one. And uh, Jared was up there battling, uh, chasing, trying to chase Ryan down early. And then just uh, that track got super gnarly too, like big, huge holes. See, I think that that type of stuff would fit my driving well, like avoiding stuff instead of running the fast, like necessarily the fastest line. Yeah, you could see that they were starting to like at the end of the straight uh, end of the straightaway got huge holes in the inside. So they all started going to the outside and they almost they like a lot of them would rub the wall. Yeah. And ride it into the next corner. It was really sweet. Uh, once they started, everybody was kind of shifting around trying to find the clean line so they could go fast. That and then there's that back section with the single like mm-hmm. you just like jump. Yeah. And Ryan or Mayfield was jumping that thing clear into that hole and landing his car in the hole. Yeah. Like a downside. I could tell. Yeah. Downside in it. So he was like using the spot where the track was blown out to Mm -hmm. make his car land. You know, I thought that was kind of cool. That was neat. Uh, So yeah, pro buggy uh, nitro. So Tebow finishing third. Um, And then out of the local group that we had, uh, Van Dalen was eighth. Mason Fuller was ninth. Tyler Jones, who's been to the flex quite a bit. Um, finishing 10th. I just want to shout out to him. And then Jared Wiggins finished 11th and Aiden Horn got the bump up and ended up 13th. Nice. So out of the guys who've been to the Plex and have, have kind of always been Plex supporters, I always like to give shout outs to them. And then uh, I just brought up the Nitro Truggy main. So Mayfield went three for three. Jared Tebow got second and Mason Fuller finished third in pro Truggy. Man, Mayfield's still on that same terror. I hope that he gets a world soon. Yeah. You know? Yeah, get it out of the way. Yeah. Because, I mean, he's just been untouchable. Ryan Lutz with his new Kyosha stuff got fourth in Truggy. Yeah. I think think he was in the main in Pro Buggy, too, but he was back there a little bit. Um, Let me see. Wiggins got seventh. Aiden Horn was ninth. Let me see who else. Tyler Jones, 13th. And Van Dalen, looks like he broke out but was your second qualifier. So he was really fast. And then, um, did you see the tiebreaker for e-buggy? No. So they ran two, two mains and the tiebreaker was the best time out of the two instead of the last one being the tiebreaker. Okay. You know how the, the, so the Reedy race always used the motor motocross style where if there was a tie, the finish of the last one would be the, the finish. But in this yeah. one, they used the best time out of the two. Oh. And so Mayfield had a faster run in the first one, but he finished, I think, third in the second one. Ty Tessman finished in with the win, so they were tied. But the the win got to Mayfield because they, they did it by time instead of the, the second moto finish, basically. Yeah. I'm not saying that's right or I'm I'm not saying that's right or wrong. As long as you announce it beforehand, it doesn't really matter. Everybody knows what they're yeah, racing. Right. As long as everybody knows how you're gonna do it, yeah. Do it that way. But uh yeah, I mean, uh so that just I mean Ty was there, you know. It's nice to see him getting out of Canada some more. Yeah. That's, that's always for nice. Sure. Um Okay, so there you go. I just uh, wanted to mention our, our local turnout for that. I didn't. I looked at some of the intermediate classes and stuff. I don't think Chris Morant went to this one, so I don't think there was a whole lot to to mention. 
Well, uh, hang on a second because I'm thirsty and it's it's getting warm. Hey, pass me a kickstart. Did you know that there is a Omaha-wide shortage of Mountain Dew Orange Kickstart going on right now? I had to go to six different gas stations today, and five of them were completely out and have been out for like a week. Yeah, they should interview you, like local local uh, consumer, <laughs> like like the like a, the local news should uh, interview you. Oh, like, what are we gonna do? You're like all flipping out. It'd be funny. I uh uh um I found four. At the gas station at 90th and Fort, it's a it's a local BP that apparently wasn't bought out by Casey's, and uh, um, I found four of them and I bought all four because I it might be the last ones I have. So I'm gonna have to I'm actually gonna have to like ration myself Kickstart. Kansas didn't have a problem. Everybody had one yeah. down there. Every gas station we went to in Kansas had Orange Kickstart. It'd be funny if you're trying to make like homemade Kickstart, <laughs> like with like. Like well, tang and that's what I'm saying. Like Mountain Dew. This, this basically this basically tastes like caffeinated tang. So if I re- if it really came <laughs> down to it, I could just make some tang, and it'd basically be the same thing. <laughs> make some tang. Just the astronauts drink. Get some caffeinated water and just mix in tang. <laughs> make my own. Yeah. Kenneth Freeman says that Chris Morant did go, but he wasn't feeling well on day two, and he is also running pro now too. He he. he jumped back out of the uh, intermediate class. Ooh. Cuz I I remember him he he jumped he jumped down because he wasn't having any fun. And a lot of these places have a have a pro, open and a sportsman class. And obviously you can't run in sportsman if you have any sponsorships. Or at least I always you, wonder what class at least I would you run. shouldn't. And then but he ran open. I would run open. Absolutely. Or whatever it is, intermediate, yeah. whatever they call it. Yeah, I'm done running pro. I wanted to talk about next was the fire team. Did you watch my video? No, I haven't watched it. That's okay. Nobody else has watched it either. It really bums me out. No, I did watch it. So you got views. Like you posted it and I watched it. Like I wanted to watch it. So you got some views. I was bummed out. How many I'm bummed views out. you get? We've only, I only have 1.4 thousand views. That's pretty lame for a brand new product that I had access to early. Yeah. I'm pretty butthurt to be honest with you. Cause I thought I did a really good job and you know, I mean my, the way I feel about it is I should like, I give information. So, which is what I did. Most people might skip past it. I don't know. Let's, but then I also had some cool action stuff and I edited it all together and I thought my music wasn't lame because I hate it when you watch videos and it's super lame. Yeah. It's like the same, same like generic music number three. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing is, and I've, I told you this when you were talking to me about it the other day, it's like, it's going to take time to build that up, you know, Yeah, like things like that. And the, and I think that, I mean, how, how long has your channel been around versus the other channels that have higher views of the same item? Yeah, I know. Yeah. This podcast, uh, you know, didn't start out very big, but now we have like 10 viewers. Yeah. You know, we have, ten, <laughs> we have tens of viewers. I don't know. I, I guess, I mean, I know I shouldn't, I, sh- we, I, I, sh- Obviously, we can't compare to say like RC Driver or even Scale Builders Guild. Those guys have been around for a long time. They're well respected. Um, they have tons of views on just about everything they do. 
Yeah. I just, I don't know. I, the, so I have an, I have a video on the arm infraction that I did when it first came out, we got the plaques got one sent to us as like a pre, it wasn't for the channel. We just had, we just got one be, so that people could look at it. It was a standard thing that horizon was doing. I made a video on it and within like a week it had 21,000 views. Yeah. And I thought, Oh man, this is going to be good because I, now I got this one earlier than all the other stores are even going to get theirs. I had to wait till Thursday to, to, to have it come out. And I thought I'd have more views, but my sister did bring up a point that I put tactical unit. So I looked at all the other videos and all their titles, um, say, Arm of Fire Team 17th, but they put Assault Vehicle. Oh. But mine said um, Arm of 17th Scale Tactical Unit, because that's what it said. Like, if you look at the logo, it says Fire Team Tactical Unit, right? Well, she yeah. thinks, she said that maybe the word tactical was getting me shadow banned. Oh, I could see that. Yeah. So I, I went in there tonight and I changed it. I changed it to Assault Team, Assault Vehicle. I would think assault would be a more of a red flag than exactly than a tactical, but yeah, you don't know how that stuff works. So, mm-hmm. so I changed the, I changed the title. We'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens. But anyway, so, so if you're watching now and you haven't watched it yet, go, go watch it and make a comment and give it a like so that it gets higher up on the algorithm. That'd be awesome. That's all I ask. It is cool. The Plex has one to show off now. So I have mine. They, that's actually my truck. Like they gave that to me. So I get to yeah. go play with it now. I'm going to, I'm going to make another video of just doing. Yeah. What are you, what are you complaining about? You got a free truck out of the deal. Yeah. I know, but. You always wanting more. Still. It's the views, man. But I'm also, I also don't want to do like the, the, the crappy clickbait stuff. Like I could have, I could have made Gretchen dress in a bikini holding the truck. I probably would have gotten more views. <laughs> Dude, do it next time, man. That'd be funny. <laughs> you do that. That or just like get like, I don't know, go to uh what is what's the what's the one? The playhouse? Go to the playhouse and rent it rent a couple girls. Hey, I'll give you fifty bucks her. if you hold this and I can take your picture. Yeah, you yeah. should do it. No, I should Dude, totally I would go with you. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> we should do it. Oh man. Okay. You would get the views. No, I know. I know we would. We should do it. It'd be great. <sighs> I know. Couple of chubby guys. You know, like us. <laughs> hey, could you just come out here and hold this for like two seconds and let us get a picture of you? We What we do is we call ahead and just tell them what we need. I'm sure they'd charge us. Mm-hmm. You know, like probably charge us for, you know, three laugh dances or some something. And then uh, and if you don't know what the Playhouse is, it is a uh, gentleman's establishment uh, in the tri-state area. And uh, we've been there. <laughs> not lately but yeah, uh not lately it's yeah. been what what four years five yeah, years something years. like that because we went there for my bachelor party yeah but uh yeah <laughs> yeah we should <laughs> we should do that it'd be hilarious that and we should try and get like a playhouse sponsorship for our cars oh that would never go over very well <laughs> you know i mean i so? agree but but i don't know if that would go over very well you know, we got to keep it, we got to keep ourselves family oriented. Oh yeah. Like I'm actually surprised we've let some cuss words slip on the show every once in a while. And I'm surprised I haven't heard anything about that. Yeah. I mean, either. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Yeah. WFO. We're family oriented. 
That's what that stands for. People think it means wide F and open, but it's uh, yeah. we're family oriented. We're family oriented. <laughs> the winner is Will Call. You want to talk about Saturday? Yeah, we can. Okay, go ahead. It's this is I wasn't there, so this is on you. Well, Saturday we raced carpet, uh, carpet off road. We had was it I think fifty six entries, something like that. Probably twenty three people. No, maybe more more people than that. I'm I'm gonna say a solid thirty. And that was with a, a blizzard. Yeah. So you know it wasn't too bad. We got done at six thirty, something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, plenty of people helped put the track away. Everybody did a great job corner marshaling after their races. Um, it was just a really smooth day. Uh, the transponders didn't work some of the time. Like their per- like personals didn't count all the time. Hmm. And it was like the 21.5 main was like the worst one where like five people missed laps. But I don't know. I don't know. It was just like random. Do you think though that because with the way they have the track right now is it comes around. So the loop is here and the track comes around and it comes by the loop on this side. Do you think that maybe the, the, uh, the lap cutoff would, did it only do it in certain classes or was it every class? I think it was only certain classes, but now that you mention it though, it's entirely possible that, they were, they could have been double looping it. Right. That's, so that's oh, why exactly. So I, I, I've noticed that if I don't have it set right and it, cause it changes every week, um, because it all depends on the, on the track layout. But if you're coming around, if I don't have it set right and you're coming around this way and you get the loop on this side, but then you come around here and you pass the loop here, it won't count that. And then mm-hmm. if you come here and you miss this and you, and you're too far to the inside on this one, then you come around here. And then you get this one. So that lap is like twice as long. I bet you that's what happened. Yeah. So So. I didn't even think about that, but uh, I bet you, I bet you that's what happened. That could be the problem because I don't think it was the loop. Yeah. I was looking at people's cars like to see uh, like where they had their transponder. It's like, I have mine there, you know, like there's a spot for it there. So it should work just fine. Um, other than looking to see the number of hits they were getting or something like that. I didn't, I didn't do that, but I mean, that was probably the only hiccup in the day. Um, I tried running seven mod two wheels together and those, those guys just couldn't handle it. So like for a qualifier to drop a heat. Yeah. But cause I figured, eh, they're all in the main anyway, but I ended up splitting them up for the second one. Mm. <laughs> but, uh, it is just uh, just chaos out there. Mod two wheel drive is always tough because there's usually either like seven drivers or nine drivers. Yeah, and so it's 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 tough because seven drivers in a qualifier, depending on who's in it, can be fine, or it can be really bad. And yeah. nine drivers in a main can be fine, or it can be really bad. It's always that's always a tough one for me. The option lane was pretty cool, but um, I don't think any anybody used the outside really. Yeah, that I could tell. But the the tiles, though, I mean, you should keep bringing back the tiles. I I was calling that the kitchen floor. Yeah, s- section of the track, and it, it caught on well. Um. Yeah, we actually got a comment that the uh, the uh, the kitchen floor section was cool. Yeah. 
So that section was supposed to be completely covered with white. Oh, really? I was gonna I was gonna try it first, and then see if it if it if it made a difference. Like if you could get away with having them staggered like that, um, or if you if if in order to make it slower or or more dangerous to go through there, if you had to have it actually covered. But because we ran out of tape, <laughs> I didn't have a chance to. So I just yeah. I just left and went with it. Yeah. No, it worked out good. Like guys were loving that thing because you could like pitch your car a little bit sideways on it and mm. slide slide around that corner and it was it was, it was pretty neat. Like Ethan Delaro was hitting it perfect like every time. Really? But, That's pretty yeah, cool. Uh huh. Then uh yeah, I kept calling that section the kitchen floor. I I uh, I always forget like how fast the laps are, mm-hmm. how fast the cars are going. Cause it was just like like you have to be on it to announce like traffic and yes. things like that. Yeah, it's tough. Mm-hmm. So hopefully everybody bared with me and everything was fine. But um, yeah, the, it was uh, it was a good day. I mean, I do it again. You know, uh, everybody, like I said, everybody was really doing their part, marshalling when they're supposed to, and getting right out there to corner marshal. And volunteers were uh, were uh, in. Uh, we're, we're not in short supply. You know, Jason Haley was out there quite a bit volunteer marshalling for me. So yeah. shout out to him. Well, you had, uh, you had Plexbeck, um, a main looks like there was just four of them today, yeah. uh, on Saturday. Connor house ran one more time just to make sure that he, he didn't get, uh, messed up in the points in any way yeah. and, uh, got the TQ and a win kind of by a lot. It's time for him to get out of there. Yeah, I he's would gonna, say so. He's going to get the the first place plaque, and that'll be kind of like a summer series for him. Like he he's not allowed to race anymore in Plexbeck. Yeah, he graduated. Congratulations. Uh, Jamie Peevler uh, got second by a couple laps over Sawyer, Haley, and Jameson Conrad. And you put Jamie in under the no- wrong name. Oh, I did. Yeah. Sorry. There was two Jamies, so uh, it's in there. It's in there in the right way and the wrong way. And uh, one thing about Lifetime, there's no real way to delete a name, I've noticed. Oh, really? Yeah, it's really annoying. Okay, yeah, I figured that that's what happened when I saw Dave Peebler made that comment that he, uh, Jamie didn't get points. Yeah. And I was like, ah. Yeah, I knew right away. Yeah, I picked, I picked the wrong one. Yeah, I knew right away what, what the deal was. He should have told you. Could've, you could have went in and changed it. Well. Um, oh, well. I can yeah. fix it. But I think that secures, I think that second place finish there secures Jamie for second in the points. Yeah. So that's good. Good for him. Bringing home some hardware. We'll see. Um, cause, the uh, uh, I am, I'm positive that, uh, Sanders wasn't there because he had to do snow. Cause that's his oh. job. That's his, that's his other, that's his job. Um, yeah. so I'm sure he got screwed that day, but if he comes next week, I think, I think, uh, I think Caden, uh, might have a shot at second still. Yeah. So, because that's their third miss, so they're they're still in the points overall. Yeah. Mod four wheel drive. Yeah, they went. I wasn't even going to run it, and uh, who is it? Uh, John Bearding wanted to still run it, so Ethan and Caden uh, uh, could still get laps like on their cars. So mm-hmm. it was just kind of like a practice okay. for them. So I don't. I don't know. I don't know if they cared about the points in it or not. But yeah. I pretty much just hit the go button and that was my Honestly, there's break. not even a point series for them. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. Because they haven't been good, enough. Good. But uh, 12 3 for fast lap for Caden, I saw. Yeah, that's what they were doing, was trying to see who could get hot lap. Nice. 
Stadium truck A main. Hey, there's four stadium trucks. Yeah, I was surprised. That was pretty cool. Uh, Chance Rolk with another TQ and win. Uh, TJ Williams second. Tyler Brinkerhoff third. And Andrew Thomas fourth. Did Andrew paint his body yet? Yes. Okay, good. Yes, he did. I believe so. <laughs> I was, yeah, he did. He The first time he ran his truck, I made fun of him because the body wasn't painted yet. Yeah, I think he even put the window masks in. He was oh. he, he was like the guy with with the the solid windows painted. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, expert stock had uh, Chance Rolk getting the TQ and win. Uh, Tyler Brinkerhoff from the four to the two. John Bairdin third. Poteet was fourth. Daniel Bender was fifth. Uh, Joe Schnoes sixth. Dana Peevler seventh, and Phil Palmer was eighth. Mod two will drive had uh, Ethan Delaire with the TQ and a win. I'm pretty sure that locks him up now for sure um, for the syndicate. Caden Bearding got second. Looks like a lap ahead of Jackson. Mm-hmm. Jackson qualified seventh. Yeah, he struggled. I, I fixed his steering in his car like and, and his slipper before the main. His car was a lot better. Okay. Well, he finished third, and that's important because... Uh, I'm looking at the points. I think I have to finish three spots in front of him now to get second overall. Ooh. So, um, so if he would have, if he would have kept struggling in the main, that would have been good for me. Well, but, and he was, he wasn't even good. He only, I don't, I think his practice was the first round. Oh. I don't think he, he wasn't even planning on racing and he decided to race. So. Oh, okay. Uh, David Peevler was fourth. Uh, Mitchell Pavel fifth. Cody Lenners was sixth, and Brian Burnt looks like he busted out. And that hurts because he and I and Jackson are all kind of battling for that second overall position. So, yeah, that kind of sucks. Uh, Thirteen five four wheel drive had uh, David Peevler TQ and a win. Yeah, his stuff was looking good. He was running a Reedy motor, Reedy battery, Reedy speed controller. Now, and nice. He was telling telling me he uh, really worked over that Reedy motor, and uh, he got the. Uh, the numbers on the analyzer, like all the same. Oh, shimmed it, and uh, the internal resistance was good. Um, was getting like a lot of good amp draw out of that motor. Yeah, and uh, that thing had a lot of power all the way through the race. I watched it. And, uh, yeah, his his uh, thirteen five motor and his, or his thirteen five car looked really good. Mm. Uh, yeah, with the Reedy stuff. So. Uh, John Baradine was second. Chance Rolk was third. Tyler Brinkerhoff was fourth. Wyatt Lenners was fifth. Andrew Thomas was sixth. Janet Peevler was seventh. And Ronnie Wint was eighth. And then Independent Buggy. This one, this one is um, the points thing um, is tight between all these guys. It's really fun to watch. And I saw this and I was like, what? Dude, Andrew Thomas qualified seventh and won it. Yeah, he he was doing really good too. That's awesome. Pretty in pink. That is really awesome. Bender with a with a second place finish. Uh Jake Poteet was third. Uh TJ Williams was fourth. Lance Murray was fifth. Ronnie Went was sixth. Phil Palmer was seventh. And I guess Joe broke out. He was your TQ. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he broke out. Darn it. I know I saw where he broke, but I can't remember it. But I think that that breakout unfortunately puts Joe out of the running for the win. And it looks like TJ Williams is going to have himself the uh, independent buggy uh, syndicate 
uh, trophy. Really? Yeah. He's got a he's got a eight point lead over Daniel Bender, and if you count all the races, it's a ten point lead. Mm. Um, Bender has a one point lead over Joe Snow, so that'll be the real race to watch next week. Um, yeah. Phil Palmer is five points out of third, and we're only giving plaques for top three top three because it's just a regular. You know, we don't charge anything different or extra for the syndicate, so it's just a top three sort of deal. Uh, Josh McMullen, who was in Topeka Arena Cross uh, this weekend, that's why he wasn't there. Um, uh, it will be. F- looks like he's got fifth kind of locked up. Ronnie Went, Lance Murray, Andrew Thomas, Jason Haley, and Roger Nemec will fill out the f- top ten. We'll see if that holds up as uh, more will go on next week. Um, if you look at mod two wheel drive, uh, Ethan Delaire, um, I believe has it in the bag. He does have three misses. So basically he wasn't there for, for two October races and November race. So he still has to show up and race next week, but it's basically, he's got like a, a 17 point lead over Jackson Anderson. (laughs) So, eh, you know, yeah, he could finish last and it wouldn't really matter. He's just got to finish. Uh, Jackson has two points over me. I've got three points over Brian burnt. So that's second, third and fourth. And Caden Bairding also is tied with Brian Burnt for fourth place or or fifth place, fourth and fifth. So I don't know, dude, that it's not over till it's over. And, you know, if we get, let's say Alex races next week and, and uh, um, we can talk Dustin into coming and racing next week, have a few more drivers in there, maybe an A and B main. Things could get interesting if somebody has a bad day. So, yeah, let's move on to uh, Plexbeck. Like I said, Connor Hausch. Um, has it locked up. He's got 800 points. He, so he's pat, way past the the uh, magic number. Carson Sanders is shown in second with 280 or 587. But if we add in a 99 to Jamie Peevler, well, let me do some math here. Math is hard. So 100 would be 592. And then you take away one is 591 so 591 for jamie so he does have a little bit of lead over carson for second and third and then ryan emick is fourth and then sawyer isabella and jamie peevler and those have been the plexers that are all they've been coming the whole time pretty much which is great uh expert stock shows uh chance rolk um with about a six point lead now over mike sanders mike sanders has got four points over john bairding and then john bairding's got 10 over jake so top three's kind of figured out already um, it's just a matter of uh, uh, getting that last race in. Jake Poteet, Joe Schnoes, Corey Tannehill, Jana Peevler, TJ Williams, Daniel Bender, and Phil Palmer ran out the top 10. And then if we go over here to a stadium truck, you got Chance Rolk, TJ Williams, and Jake Poteet. Um, they're separated all pretty kind of by a lot on points. So um, that one's kind of figured out. And then 13-5 Wheeler, uh, Chance Rolk again with about seven points over Mike Sanders. Uh, John Berardine is one point off of Mike for second. And then they got an eight-point lead over David uh, Peevler for third. So top three kind of figured out in that one as well. Uh, let's see. Um, David, Ronnie, Andrew, Lance, Jana, Travis, and Joe Schnoes. That's your top ten. And that'll be the syndicate for this year. Be a lot of fun. I'll talk about uh, how the uh, Salt City Challenge went uh, when we come back. And now, a word from our sponsors. Yeah! 
This is a Pivot Lending Update with David Olson and Don Zoller. Get some. Hi, this is David Olson with Pivot Lending Group. And today we want to talk about the Lock and Shop program that we brought back to you guys in May. And it's important today because interest rates are on the rise. The Fed has determined that they are going to potentially raise interest rates at least two to three times this coming year. And within the dynamics of our industry, we have quantitative easing that's going to be pulled back. So currently, the Treasury has conservatorship over Fannie Mae, and they are purchasing in in the mortgage world, mortgage-backed securities, at a certain rate, a pretty fast rate. And that purchase program has really helped to create a market for mortgage-backed securities over the last probably decade, and has been uh, one of the big catalysts for driving interest rates down. And it's been announced that not only are they looking to raise interest rates, they're looking to pull back on the purchasing of mortgages, which means that it will be more driven, rates will be driven by the private sector. And inevitably, that means the rate of return that a private investor is going to want over the government right now is going to be substantially higher. In addition to the quantitative easing being restricted or being pulled back, we also have inflation. And so inflation now, decade over decade, we're seeing inflation move out of that transitory conversation and actually hit the kitchen table economics as far as gas, bread, butter. And with inflation comes higher interest rates, higher returns on everything across the the financial industry. So between the inflationary environment, the quantitative easing environment, and then uh, the rates in conjunction with the inflation, we're going to be in a different world altogether as far as rates this time next year. So why am I talking about the shop and lock program? It allows you to lock in as we see rates moving up dramatically month over month this coming year and even into 2023. You're going to have the ability for $500 to come into our office, complete an application, get pre-approved, and then lock your interest rate, even without finding a home yet. And you'll have 60 days, so two months to find a home. Once you find a home, you have 30 days to close on that home. So for $500, we're going to basically give you 90 days to secure that interest rate. We guarantee that we'll close it within 30 days. If you can guarantee you can find the home within 60 days. Once we close or during that closing process, we will give you a lender credit for the $500. We'll take that $500 off of your closing costs so that it doesn't cost you anything out of pocket to lock that interest rate, use that program. If you do not find anything outside of that period, then there's the $500 charge. Now, that being said, some people are going to say, well, in this market, you can't find a house in 60 days. You'll be surprised how many houses, uh, what the inventory starts to look like here over the next 12 months. Uh, With rates going up, the purchasing power is going to go down And you're going to see people that are sliding outside of those uh, debt ratio parameters or just not qualifying uh, within a higher rate environment. And so, you know, there are going to be fewer buyers and that's going to allow you more time to look at the inventory that's out there. So the positive of the higher rate environment and all the things we're talking about, as well as the shop and lock program, 
does benefit the folks out there that have been out of the market and unable to find anything or put cash down, be that cash buyer. So we're excited to see the opportunities will be growing for that sector of the consumer market here in 2022. So uh, and Lock program is fantastic for you guys. Let me know if I can help. Give me a call. 402-881-5951. Shoot me a text. Just make sure that you put your name on there and the best way to reach you, whether it's via text or email. And we'll talk to you guys soon. David Olson, NMLS 16099. Don Zoller, NMLS 277589. Pivot Lending, NMLS 109995. We return you now to your regularly scheduled program. Jackson and Derek are having an argument on our uh, on our chat about last week. Or I guess I guess Derek is. I got some text from him while I was while I was getting ready for the the uh, the uh, high performance hobbies race, and I, I just didn't I didn't write back. I was just like, okay, well I'll figure it out later. I'll let them deal with it. Yeah, talk amongst yourselves. Yeah, talk amongst yourselves. Anyways. Thought that was kind of funny. Oh my God. I just saw something on my uh, Instagram. There's uh be my Valentine snack cakes are up from uh little Debbie. Yeah. How could, how can little Debbie be my Valentine snack cakes be up, but everybody's out of orange kickstart. They're probably just having them from last year. They probably never go bad. <laughs> <laughs> they, probably, they probably made all uh, of the little Debbie snack cakes in 1957. And <laughs> they just repackage them. Every yeah, year. there's so much preservatives in them. God. I haven't had one of those. Oh, I love them. In probably like 10 years. They're the best. I don't think I have. I, okay, so what turned me completely off to those is when I was in trade school, there's this big fat guy like sitting on the lunchbox outside of welding the welding department i used to go outside with all the smokers because that was pretty much everybody but me mm. and uh visit or whatever and as the uh, there's this big giant fat guy propped up against the wall sitting on his on his lunchbox uh he had like two of those zebra cakes i think they were stacked on top of each other and he was eating them both at the same time i was like oh. I just can't do those ever again in my entire life. I just can't. And this was, this was working out, you know, driving full-size race cars, 21, 20 year old. Will. I love a good zebra cake. I'm done. I'm done with that waxy frost thing and the, the cake that is like a sponge. And yeah, I I just can't do it. My, my vice is, uh, um, zingers. I love zingers. Mm. Vanilla zingers. So they're, it's just like a Twinkie, except they got frosting on them and they're a little bit more square. Yeah. Oh, they're so good. Jamie always used to eat those uh, Swiss rolls. Yeah, Swiss rolls are okay. Swiss rolls, you can like peel apart and eat them. You peel a, yeah, you peel a Swiss roll apart. I just can't get into that stuff. I just can't even look at it anymore. Uh, You know what's hard to find is uh, chocolate pies. They're always fruit. I don't like the fruit pies. I want chocolate fraud. I want chocolate pudding pies. I've never, never been into those. Those are the bomb. I always, I always took them. I'd eat the first bite or two and then I'd, I'd take it and I'd just like, I'd tongue out the chocolate <laughs> until it was you empty. Put like a, you put like a straw in it. Yeah. Like Wayne's world. Yeah. Um, I don't even like 
like there's donuts at the track. Like I don't even eat those cake donuts. I just feel like garbage after yeah. eating a donut. See, my parents were bakers, right? Both my parents were bakers. They owned a bakery back in the 90s. And yeah. so one of the reasons why I was a, for, a short, chubby kid was because I ate the product. Yeah. I used to take, they used to make these amazing sugar cookies. And I used to just take them and just like in one bite, I would literally do this. Mm-hmm. It would go in my mouth. I didn't even have to chew them because they were so soft and good that you could just like let them dissolve in your mouth. Yeah. And then we had a, uh, a little refrigerator and we used to sell chocolate milk, um, the little chocolate milk yeah. that you get at school. We yeah. used to sell those for like 50 cents. The, the, the milk guy would come and fill them up every morning. I would drink like six of those. Yeah. And uh, I didn't have to pay for them because my parents owned the place. So I just, I just ate the product. So, but I kind of got away from eating all that stuff because of that reason. Like my parents, you know, we were around that stuff all the time. But lately... Like Casey's has really good cake donuts. So I'll get a donut yeah. from, from Casey's cause it's fairly fresh and uh frosting. It's good stuff. I don't, I still don't like fried donuts. So I'm still not a big uh, glazed donut guy. I mean, there's a reason why I'm, I'm pre-diabetic now. Apparently it's, are you really? Yeah. Yeah, I know. You should probably lay off the donuts. <sighs> I know. I, it's up I, to you. It's, it's, I know it'll, it'll, it'll all work itself out. Once it gets spring again, I can go ride my bike more and exercise. Who said you're pre-diabetic? Uh, my doctor, like a doctor told you this and this isn't just like a funny gag. It's not a funny gag. Uh, last year, (laughs) (laughs) last year from my physical after the blood work, I was dangerously close to being pre-diabetic. And then this year I had my blood work done a couple of weeks ago. Um, I, when I got my booster and, uh, and the results came back and I was at that same level, I was, I'm like one decimal point off of being, of being pre-diabetic, not full diabetic, just pre-diabetic. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, just, just watch what you eat. Like, you know, yeah, I, I mean, I, I still have, you know, pizza and whatever. I still have as much and like what I eat during the week is relatively clean. The thing is, I don't really think I eat that bad. I mean, I, I, I stopped eating out as much. When I do eat out, it's usually a Jimmy John's or something. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you get the bread taken out at least, like no. the scoop out. The what? Like they'll take the, the soft part of the bread out so you just eat the crust. Oh. Like you, can get, you can get that. You can get it that way. Really? It, James Jonathan. Yeah. I didn't know that. Or you can get the unwitch that's wrapped yeah, in Yeah, I lettuce. tried the unwitch. I know. It's, it's just like a crime against humanity, honestly. Nah. Like, that's just like one of your things. Like, you, know, you just had, like, you got to, uh, like, limit those those mouth pleasures. Yeah. I and know. I'm not going to tell you how to live your no, life. No, I know. It's fine. It's fine. <sighs> I've been going to personal training for my back. That's been a big uh, physical therapy. Yeah, that's been a big, uh, a big help. Yeah. She took this thing. Did I talk about that last week where she took this like big metal thing and like, like basically raked my muscles with it and it hurt immensely. But afterwards it felt amazing. Do they do the suction cup thing where they put the, Mm-mm. they take the, they, the, the, they put oil on your back and then they put the, the flame inside of a cup, like a glass cup and like a jar and they stick it down and they roll it back. That's, that's where it's at. Cause it's sucking all the junk out of your, muscles you've yeah. ever seen that before Mm-mm, i haven't I, huh. i've seen you're talking about cupping right when all the like swimmers do it yeah yeah no i haven't see i knew i knew talking about my health would bring up a uh, Derek wood back into the uh back into the mix because 
He just posted, I'm sure Mountain Dew Kickstart is great for your pancreas. Oh. I'm sure it is. I'm going to keep drinking it. Because if I don't drink one of these by about noon, I am a giant butthole. should switch to black coffee. I do like Monster Energy um, uh, Mean Bean. That is good stuff. Yeah. But it has, I mean, it has way more sugar than this does, though. I'm, I'm telling you, though, like, just, just switch to that black coffee, man. You'd be surprised how much better you feel. Yeah. My dad's a I, bit, I don't my know. dad is a big black coffee guy. He had he drank out of the same coffee cup every single day and is the grossest coffee cup I've ever seen in my entire life because it's just it was just the 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 black residue of the years and years and years of drinking out of the same coffee cup just remained behind no matter how many times you washed it. Yeah, I I, I can't I'm surprised you don't have just like a coffee maker at the Plex. Actually, there is a Keurig there. A Keurig? Is that right? Yeah, use that, man. Get after it. It'd be good for you. I just get so set in my ways. Yeah. That's all. It's a it's a lifestyle change, you know. Like and you know, I don't I don't do everything, but I'm not I'm not like some saint. You clean up some of the stuff and you're not competing for the Olympics, right? No, definitely not. Howdy y'all and welcome to Tales on the Room. Alex Sturgeon. So the race that I went to was the Salt City Challenge um, at High Performance Hobbies in uh, Hutchinson, Kansas. For those of you guys that don't know, so basically what happened was in Region 8, right? It's a little history lesson here. Mm-hmm. So Region 8, which is, which is Nebraska, Iowa, Kansas, Missouri, had like home bases for all these different groups. And some were, some were faster than others. Or some, you know, like like you had a St. Louis group, and that was with uh, Chris Baumgartner, Rod Rippey, Wayne Schneider, I think his name was. Boy, it's been a while. I might have to look that one up again. Anyways, it doesn't matter. Um, and now it's, you know, there's a new crop of dudes, but um, like I, Brad Dean, he's from St. Louis, right? I think so. Yeah. yeah. So um, then you had Kansas City. And uh, with like Chad Parks and, and uh, Dave Elberico when he moved to, uh, to Kansas City. Um, I'm trying to think of other fast guys from there from back in the day. But it's, I'm blanking on it. Then you had like Des Moines and uh, you had the Des Moines guys. So there was like um, John Lebach before he moved to Albuquerque. He was, he, was a, he was the first sponsored guy I'd ever met. He was Ooh. sponsored by Associated. And uh, um, then Omaha... Omaha had Dennis Johnson and, and, uh, Tom Smith, who's who races now again. Um, uh, Jerry Doherty, this is, you know, back in the nineties and stuff. And then, um, and then you had your Hutch guys and the Hutch guys were really fast. They were probably the mm-hmm. fastest out of the entire group. They were probably the fastest. So when they showed up to your race, you're like, Oh crap, these guys are going to go. So in Hutch, you had, uh, Cody Janjakovic, um, Tyler Perry, um, you had uh, 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 Tony Leatherman, obviously. Um, Donovan uh, Creel. God, I can't I hope I can get his last name right. You had Eric Larson. Um, you had Ken Peterson, all those guys. So um, the funny thing is, is we're all still around. Most of us are all still around. Obviously, Cody passed away this summer, which totally sucks. Um, but uh, so now when we go to these races and we're in the 40 plus class, uh, we're all racing each other still. You know, um, yeah. so, but Hutch went from the TQ pro shop, 
which was uh, Cody Jandrakovic's dad's track. And then when his dad retired and um, um, it got sold off and it became High Performance Hobbies, and they moved it from kind of a, uh, I guess you could call it downtown, uh, not Chillicothe, downtown um, Hutch, kind of to a uh, little bit cheaper location to, to manage and stuff off to the, um, uh, I guess, the east side of town. And that's where it's been ever since. And so um, they've had the Fall Classic, which began its life in the 80s. And then the Salt City Challenge, which I remember going to back in the early 2000s. They might have had it before then, too. But they basically had their two big races. And uh, that's where I was at was the second one, the Salt City Challenge. And uh, we had... Uh, um, we had a lot of fun. It was good. It was a full race. There was 136 entries. You had a couple things going on was one was the weather. Two was a couple competing races. Cause chili bowl, for instance, took uh, a whole bunch of off-road guys that would normally come to that one. And they're, they're racing yeah. that instead. Um, and then you had some COVID issues. Some of the guys that were planning on coming all of a sudden got the Omicron. So they're, they, they were out and, uh, but still 136 entries, still not terrible. Um, you know, I mean, put in perspective our, our pro tech race last year i don't did it didn't crack 200 did it no i don't think so i think it was 170 yeah so i mean it, that's right in that that's right in that wheelhouse yeah um so i got hired uh to go down there and be the race director for the second uh big race in a row that they had Talkie fish on sea. and um got there on friday last time they asked me why i didn't race and i'm like well because i'm getting paid to run your race i don't want to be distracted or, or anything, or expect, you know, somebody who's somebody to fill in for me, who's not, you know, part of the deal. And, and, uh, it seemed like it was weird that I didn't race. So this time I brought, I brought my new car. I also brought Emerson along so that he could basically prep my car. So I didn't have to worry about it. And then I raced 40 plus and he raced 13, five wheeler with our techno, uh, EB 410. And, uh, dude, I gotta tell you, Emerson really impressed me this weekend. He actually gave a crap and, uh, he practiced a lot and we made some changes to the car cause he was lacking some steering and we worked on it a little bit on Friday, got the car to, to turn the way he liked it. And then he just wheeled it, man. He, he had a, a shot to have TQ a few times and just, just a wreck here and there kind of kept him from doing that. And then, uh, qualified second and he won the first main and probably should have won the second main, but he wrecked while he was leading. And then in warm up, he broke his car for the third main. And, uh. and I was telling him all morning, I'm like, don't, he was, he wanted to go practice in the morning when we got there. And I'm like, dude, don't, don't, you're going to break your car. And I go, we don't have very many parts for it. Um, they didn't have parts for techno stuff down there. So I'm like, if you break your car and it's something that we don't have, you're done. You do realize that, right? And he's like, yeah, I'm not going to break it. I'm not going to break it. I'm like, okay, well, he goes out there in the warm up for the last race and he, he misses the big jump and he goes off to the left and he hits the driver's stand and he busts the whole side of his car off. And, uh, we broke actually, everything you don't have. No, we had, it was an a arm. It was an a arm that broke, but, uh, he also bent the drive shaft. And so I was like, well, we have the A-arm, but we don't have a drive shaft, so I guess you're done. Well, then Connor Herrick let him run, let him run his 13.5 car. 
Oh, that was nice of him. Super nice of him. He he's like yeah. it just he's like it just needs a battery and tires. And I'm like, well, okay, let's go. We have all those things. Yep. So we put it on. You know, it didn't take too long. It took. I looked at the computer. It took like four minutes extra. And uh, he went out there. He took a practice lap, and he ended up finishing second that race. And he still had a shot to win. Easton McCormick, who won the whole thing, crashed on the last lap, and. Emerson probably should have gotten around him there, but he ran into the corner marshal. Like corner marshal went out to get Easton, knowing knowing the situation, and then was trying to get out of the way. And Emerson guessed wrong. Instead of going this way, he went this way, and he basically ran into the corner marshal and bounced out of the track. Uh, yeah. So, you know, but who knows what could happen if it was actually his car too? You know. Right. Um, yeah. Drive it, being able to pick up somebody else's car and just wheel it to a potential win is I, a pretty big deal. I was expecting him to drop down to like fifth or sixth. I was like, well, just go out there and run your race. And uh, um, you could tell it was, it was probably had more steering than he was used to because the Technos don't have a lot of inherent steering in the car. Even even with the changes we made to it, we moved the shocks out and uh, and went to a softer spring and it didn't. It helped, but it still it doesn't have the B74 level of, of just absolute steering. Yeah. But still, I'm super proud of him. And uh, even though I, I got I got kind of mad at him for breaking his car um, <laughs> again, he likes to break stuff. So yeah, but whatever. It'll, it'll just come with time, you know. He's probably gonna get sick and tired of breaking his stuff all the time, and yeah, not break it. Yep. Um. So really happy for him. I was really proud of him, and it was fun to watch him actually care. Because lately, yeah. you know, for the while there, he he kind of just didn't. He doesn't doing really doing donuts with his two wheel out in the parking lot. Yeah, his he race just doesn't and like, like making his tires bald. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it was nice to see that, and he was on silver slicks all weekend too. And uh, the 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 track did something weird. So because of the cold, it lost uh, quite a bit of grip. And so I tried slicks on two wheel, and that was not the right thing to do. Um. Luckily, you sil- silver or gold? I had golds. No, I'm sorry, silvers. They were silvers. I, I saw Nick Gibson's post. The uh, golds are pretty good. Yeah. What happened was it warmed up on Sunday. Yeah. And in doing so, the hutch track went back to being the hutch track. It, uh, way more grip on Sunday than there was on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And so I probably could have ran slicks, but by that time I was like, eh, I don't want to change anything. Committed. Yeah. So luckily I brought my summer series tires on my car and uh i had um gold dirt web fronts and the same gold dirt web rears that i ran the last round of the summer series yeah and i just ran those i sauced them up and went out there and ran them and they were fine and you could hear the tire slapping thing yeah they bark yeah and i was telling emerson oh, <laughs> so funny i was telling emerson i was like hey man i'm like don't ruin those tires those those we don't have any more tires and Steve, he's, he's the, he's the owner of the place. He's like, I got tires. I'm like, oh, well, yeah, I know. We'll, we'll buy tires if we need them. Yeah. But we didn't need them. It was fine. Yeah. And then, uh, so then I ran 40 plus and, uh, uh, like I said, practice, I tried slicks, didn't like them. Went back to my summer series tires. Um, the lap times were there made uh my car was straight out of the box brand new uh selling uh v2 white springs everywhere and uh, i made a couple changes i went to v1 um grays and uh uh in the rear or front in the rear 
Oh, really? Yeah. Just, I needed a V2 spring and that was the only thing I had in my box. So, um, and then I ran, uh, um, I think V1 yellow, no V2 yellow in the front. Huh. That's a pretty hard spring, right? It's, it's up there. Yeah. So I ran that in the front and, uh, went out there again for practice and car was better. And then I just was like, all right, I'm going to leave it alone. And, uh, it took a while to get up to speed. Um, Mac TQ'd round one. I think Eric Larson TQ'd round two because both Mac and I kind of blew out. Yeah. And then uh, round three, I TQ'd. And then I TQ'd round four. And uh, um, and then the first main was uh, just me kind of being a little cautious, making sure I didn't make any dumb, typical Alex Sturgeon mistakes when I have a TQ in a 40-plus race. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, that worked out because I just sort of, stayed where I was and everybody kind of battled behind me. And the next thing you know, the race was over. And, uh, and then, um, the second main was weird because, um, Emerson was announcing for me. Uh, Owen announced the first one and was saying what was going on. He's doing a really good job. I should have had him announce the second one because Emerson really didn't say much. So nobody really knew where everybody was at. And I got pounded on a little bit by some lap traffic And I didn't exactly know where second place was at the time or who was even in second place. Um, I assumed it was Mac or Eric or Ken, but I didn't know. And so when I caught up to a group of cars, they were battling for a position. I didn't want to screw them up. And so I kind of was letting off a little bit, kind of just slowing down to let them battle. And then I would pick my way through it. Well, the next thing you know, with like three laps left in the race, Emerson announces that I'm no longer leading that, uh, rock, um, is leading. There's a dude named rock and I can't remember his, uh, I can't remember his full name. I'll look it up. But anyways, I was like, what, (laughs) what's going on here? And so I had to pass him on like the second to last lap and he didn't know where he was either. Rockley, Rockley, that's his name. And uh, he didn't know where he was either. So he let me go thinking that I was lapping him. Oh, and so it all kind of worked out, but I was like, I, so I got super lucky. I didn't have to run a three because I probably should have, but because I was just being, I was being extremely nice and cautious and I still ended up plowing to the back of Ken Peterson too on the, on the straightaway. Yeah. So I felt kind of bad about that. Um, but I, I did think I was lapping him. I might not have been actually, but nobody knew, nobody knew. So it was one of those weird deals. And I told Emerson he's fired. I'm like, you're not allowed to announce anymore. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. So Riley Filbert just put, uh, I run, I run V2 yellow on carpet, LOL. And the thing is like, you can bring a carpet setup to Hutchinson. There's usually so much grip. Yeah. Like the last time I was there racing a car, which was last year, I kind of wished I had my carpet car with as much grip as there was. Right. Because I remember my car wanting to flip over all the time. So so there was that. And then I didn't have to run the third one, which was nice. And dude, I mean, you know, uh, we started at 9 a.m. on Sunday with uh, bump ups and triple A mains. Um, I think there was eight lower mains to run through for bump ups. We were done by three o'clock. I got home at eight. It was beautiful. Pretty awesome, actually. Yeah, it was great. I love races like that, man. You get to you dra- travel to another track and you're all home and tied for dinner. Yep. And we, uh, uh, we ran through four qualifiers on Saturday. We, we were done before nine o'clock. 
Yeah. Get to go to Hooters. Yeah, I wish. We were done at 8.30, actually. 8.37 or something like that. Where'd you go? Did you go eat somewhere? Yeah. Hutchinson doesn't have a Hooters. Sorry. Uh, Wichita what do they doesn't, got? Wichita had one. They don't have one anymore. So Hutchinson, they don't have much of anything. Um, they have a they have an Applebee's. Did you go to Applebee's? We did go to Applebee's. Did you get a microwave steak? Um, no, but I had half price, uh, half price wings. Um, uh, wings. wings. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. And then I got to go to the hotel. Oh, oh, I got to tell you one story. Uh, um, I got to go to the hotel and watch Supercross. Oh, so I was okay. really happy. I was that was yeah. a, that was Saturday. Was a good day. Not only did I get four rounds of qualifying in, I got to race. My son got to race, but we got to go to the hotel and watch Supercross from start to finish. Wow. Yeah. I know that's what a lot of guys were talking about at uh, our track is that we were getting out of there in time to get back to Des Moines. Yeah. Even or Sioux City or wherever the heck. And yep. Watch some watch some Supercross. Yep. And on top of that, uh, so the hotel had cable, obviously, so I could watch it on regular TV. But um, uh, I was kind of last year I was bummed out because we had to get NBC Sports or whatever to, in order to watch it. And I didn't want to pay that much money. So I just sort of watched on the like the YouTube ones before they got taken off the air or whatever. Um, anyways, uh, we, my wife actually got a Peacock account, so now I can actually watch Supercross whenever I want to. Ooh, yeah, we have that. I think if we have enough like streaming services. It might as well just be cable. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I got I got to cancel my Paramount Plus uh, account now that I've now that um, South Park. You watched be, the one thing you wanted yeah, to watch on South it? South Park's going to be back uh, February second for for their twenty fifth season. Oh, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, on, too, on, and that's on regular TV, so I should be able to watch it on their uh, South Park studios. Yeah. Funny story before we get to the comments. Uh, so the hotel. So the last time back in uh, back in October when I went there, um, remember when I told you that the the window didn't lock? Yeah. Did you get the same room? No, I didn't get the same room. So um, so this time, oh, the window didn't lock. The TV didn't work. The TV was actually cut. Like the like the 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 cable thing on the TV, it was, the TV was there, but the TV cord was literally cut. So I had no TV, and the window didn't lock. And I I didn't say anything because it was I the room was paid for anyways, and I was just like I'm just here to sleep. But I like hugged everything I own in bed with me, I like snuggled with it because I didn't want somebody some crackhead to break in and rip me off or whatever. Yeah. Okay. So this time we had the 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 room above us, and. The first thing I did was walk over to the window and there's no way anybody could break in because we're above ground now, right? And uh, the window actually did lock. And then the TV actually worked, so I was really happy there. We got in Saturday after after eating out at Applebee's. We walked in Saturday and uh, Emerson got himself situated for bed and, and my wife's got us ingrained to A, always check for bed bugs, B, never walk on the floor barefoot, don't put our bags on the floor. So we, my son has done all these things and and... I'm used to not caring about that sort of thing, but even, even you just like walk in the door and you start taking all your clothes. Even, off even I, even I now bed. don't walk on, on hotel floors barefoot, which I always used to do. So, um, anyways, 20 minutes later, our phone rings and I'm like, and Emerson gets, he's like, is that our phone? And we're trying to go to, he's trying to go to sleep. I'm watching Supercross. The landline rings by the time I get up and get over there. It's, it stopped ringing. So I'm like, ah, whatever, probably just wrong number or, or they're, you know, who knows another 10, 15 minutes goes by and there's a very soft knock on the door. Tap, 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 tap. And Emerson hears it and I hear it and I'm like, is that our door? Tap, 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 tap. 
And I'm like, Ugh. so I go over there and I look at through the people and it's this very nice Indian lady. They own the hotel. Mm-hmm. And I, I open the door and I'm like, can I help you? And she's like, uh, I'm not going to do an Indian accent cause I don't want to get canceled. But basically yeah, she said, don't. but basically she was like, um, she was like, uh, the, the room downstairs is complaining about loud footsteps. And I was like, what? And she's like, the room downstairs says that, uh, this room's being very loud and, uh, they can hear loud footsteps. And I'm like, yeah, that's not us. Sorry. And I go, <laughs> I go, Hey, are you worried about the weird weed and ramen noodle smell f- down the hallway over here? <laughs> she's, she was like, no, I did not know this. And I'm like, ah, yeah, you should go check that out. And I just shut the door. That's my story. Nothing okay. crazy. But and then I thought about it and Emerson was in his cowboy boots. So maybe, maybe the fact that when we walked in, he walked over and you know, maybe that, that noise from his cowboy boots and, and honestly, it, that's not our fault. That's, that's this, that's this hotel's place being very thin walled. That has nothing to do yeah. with us. Invest in thicker carpeting. Yeah. Riley, uh, Riley Filbert put B-dubs and Hutch. And yeah. Riley does not know about my deal with um, Buffalo Wild Wings and how I never go Every there. Every time we go there, Alex makes a server cry. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> I don't go to, I don't go to Buffalo Wild Wings anymore. They're terrible. Yeah. Every, every Buffalo Wild Wings I've ever been to is terrible. Not only that, I want to know where they get these super tiny chickens for their tiny chicken wings. Yeah. I want to know where they raise those things at. They're, they're chick. They're chick wings. They must be. Yeah, they must be chicks, not chickens. So no B-dubs for me. Ew. B-dubs is terrible. Yeah. Remember when we went to the to the uh, Reedy race and we went to that B-dubs and it was filthy and it took forever to get our food. And it, and it was terrible. And it was yeah, terrible food. Really. Yeah. Never, never go to B-dubs ever. When somebody's like, hey, man, let's go to B-dubs. I'm like, yeah, just the fact that you call it B-dubs makes me not want to be friends with you anymore. Let's go to B-dubs and bro down. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Do you have one? Let's get to the comments and we'll get out of here. Okay. All right. Uh, Peter wants to know why your headphones have wires now. Uh. Because I was using the wireless ones, and Richard said they didn't sound as good, so I have to use these forever. That's a good reason. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. Trevor Zelazny uh, says, remember when it, my mom and I got stuck on that hill in my dad's blue truck? And I do remember that. Yeah. And that was the first time I've met their dog, their old dog, not the new one. The new one's cute, the bulldog, but the old one, too. That's another dog I wanted to steal. A little sweet dog. Um, we actually have a bucket, uh, we have a, we have a whole bunch of buckets of, of parking lot gravel that we keep around just in case somebody gets stuck on our hill. Yeah. I've used it several times. It's, it's all, it's, you know, where we put the old, um, the old scoring shed. Mm -hmm. It's all in the old scoring shed back there. Oh, okay. Well, good to know. Yeah. Uh, John Haas is trying to convince his wife to let him go to the psycho nitro blast. Yeah, do it. I'm not sure if the Psychonitroblast would be the one I'd go to. I'm 
Well, the yeah. idea of I running mean, the, the the idea of racing twenty four hours to me is not. Well, I thought practice is twenty four hours. Racing's not. I don't know. I thought I thought oh. some of these guys as qualifiers was like at crazy times, if I remember right. Couldn't tell you. I don't know. Never been. Didn't they have like a thousand entries one time or something like that? Yeah, they just take as many. That that's not a good eight skill race to cut your teeth on. To, now that I think about it, but I mean, if you just want the experience of going to a race and not really caring about how you do or if your stuff gets broken, um, you know, and it's not the track. Like it's just it's a big, it's big. Like, just be ready for it. Yeah, like our jumps, our jumps are like are like mini B jumps. Yeah, compared to uh, like a lot of these races jumps. Yeah, like you're you got to get like clearance from NASA to <laughs> hit some of those, you know. And it, and it is what it is, you know. You know what you're in for. I'm just I'm telling you because you might not know. I will say, the the last the last several Psycho Nitro Blast layouts have been really good. Oh, they look great. They look you know, great, I, and I they flow really well. I remember the very first the very first Psycho Nitro Blast I ever saw, and it was. It was, I got a kick out of it because the jump sent you so high mm-hmm. and it was called the psycho psycho nitro blast. It was, they were built that way for a reason. Yeah. I'm, I'm just saying, be ready, ready for it. Is yeah. all. Tommy says wood jumps would be awesome. Yeah. Maybe like one is what I'm thinking. Yeah, one, one, one with, with a dirt landing would be nice. Yeah. Just one, just something so I can move it around. Uh, Lance says, uh, carpet track was sweet. Uh, love the kitchen floor in the option lane. And you know, the only reason why that was there is cause I couldn't think of anything else because the on-road guys made such an on-road layout. Dude, the kitchen floor is a hit. Yeah. So we'll try I to figure, like it. we'll try to figure out where, where to put it. Um, Kenneth Freeman says, Chris, uh, Morant did go again. We talked about this earlier. Apparently he wasn't feeling well on day two. Yeah. Jackson says Taco Bell has kickstart. That's true. It actually does taste pretty good from the fountain at, at, at Taco Bell. And uh, he also says, so does the Dollar General by Walmart by the Plex. You have to go to the Dollar General. Yeah. Andy Barrett says, hey, everyone, just realized I was on the wrong account. I watched and gave it a like. Must be talking about the Arma vehicle. Again, if you're watching this, there's there was 25 people on. Um, if you haven't seen the Arma uh, first bash video, give it a like and a comment so I can get up higher up on the algorithm. I was pretty bummed out that I'm one of the, one of the low views for somebody who a YouTuber that got that early. Mm-hmm. I was expecting like four or five, even my axial video that I had the, the, of the Bronco. I mean, that had, I think 5,000 views within a few days. So yeah, I don't know. These things take time to build up. And I, I bet you probably, you know, now that you think about it, or now that you think about it, I mean, it's entirely possible that tactical could have been a thing that got flagged. Yeah, very possible. You never know these days. Well, I can tell you that um, there was some kerfuffle about the fact that I, I mentioned that the dudes had weapons. Oh. And, uh, yeah. I mean, you know, not with Arma and not with, not with those guys, but it was just kind of funny to me how it's a truck that has dudes with weapons in it. Yeah. Why would I not mention it? It's cool. Yeah. I mean, it's the model, right? I mean, That's, you wouldn't get a, a Mad Max it's, model and complain about guns. It's it's called an Arma Fireteam assault vehicle. 
because it's a military style vehicle with dudes with guns in it. It's like a GI Joe. RC it's a GI, GI Joe, Joe truck. Yeah. Yeah. They should have called that the Big Joe. Mm. <laughs> Big Joe. That's not a lawsuit waiting to happen. Nah. Nah. Um, Lance says, I know having an Instagram and other social media type stuff adds to the YouTube views with links. I know. I mean, we've got our, we've got the Hobbyplex show um, Facebook channel, which actually, actually has a pretty decent amount of uh, likes, actually followers. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have an Instagram account for that though. I should, I should probably make one. Yeah. I'll get have, on that gram. I'll have to look into that. I did link it. I linked it to the hobby hobby town page, the hobby plex page. Um, I linked it on the Arma Facebook page. I linked it to Reddit. I went on Reddit and w- I was the first one to post a, a link to my video on Reddit, but I don't know how many people get on those RC car. Uh, by the way, if you ever want to get f- super frustrated with life, follow RC cars on Reddit. There are some ridiculously dumb questions. <laughs> oh, I'm sure <laughs> being asked on that one. Um, a couple of them probably watch this show and now they're going to be like, man, that guy sucks. He just called me dumb. That's okay. That's okay. Um, uh, a lot of these guys like the in-car shots. I thought that would be cool too. I did the, uh, um, the GoPro GoPro mm-hmm. does really good, um, in-car camera stuff with RC cars. That's why Ryan Lutz does it. Ryan Lutz is doing that now for his YouTube stuff. I, I did that at the old Lincoln track with my, uh, two wheel buggy yeah. a long time ago. Yeah. The GoPro is perfect for that. Peter Renault says, uh, could be worse. He helped his wife redo a bedroom. Um, that was nice. That was the way to end the, uh, the back and forth that was going on. Uh, and then he says, hostess pies no longer sold in Canada, man. That sucks. Oh really? Yeah. Hostess pies are the bomb. There's another one. I think it's uh it's an East Coast brand. Is it Tasty Cakes? Yeah. I found when I went to uh do one of the roar races in Jersey, I stumbled upon those. They make uh they make pudding filled um little cakes too. Yeah, there's when I worked at Dakota Fluid Power, there's the you get a, a Christmas thing from one of the vendors. Yeah. And uh they'd have a bunch of those in there. I think oh. they're like butterscotch. I had one a long time ago. I don't and I haven't had one in a while. Man, I forgot about butterscotch pudding. Now I'm making me hungry. I love butterscotch. Uh ho ho's. We gotta vote for ho ho's, ding dongs, uh, glazed donuts. Um Riley says Mac looks super stoked after the 40 plus main. (laughs) (laughs) So I got Emerson was taking pictures and we got one of them with Mac giving me the finger and the other one without. So I put, I put the, I put the one without on the J concepts page. How, you know, how we're supposed to post our results for the weekend. Uh And then I thought it'd be funny. So I put the, I put the one where he was giving me the finger on my, on my thing. Yeah. It's hilarious. It's all in jest. It's all in jest. It's not like serious. No, we know this. Yeah. The people that, the people that see that now. Yeah. The people that know, know. The people that know, know. Yeah. Richard, he said, uh, he said powdered jelly donuts are where it's at. I'm not, I, I was never a big fan of the jelly donut. I was more of a pudding filled or Bavarian cream filled. Those are, the, those are really good. Uh, my sister says uh, coffee also helps move your bowels. Yeah, Alex has a problem with that. Yeah, I do. 
I don't poop too much. I don't, I don't poop, poop enough. enough. I don't poop enough. <laughs> Jackson says he ate some cupcake cupcakes this weekend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then he wrote, then I threw some away because it's unhealthy to eat. Oh. <laughs> oh, Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, it's so funny. Mm-hmm. It's an inside joke and it's really funny. Not everybody's yeah. going to get it that's watching, but it's no, it trust really me, funny. it's it's really funny. <sighs> okay, I have to collect myself. Hang on. I just read that and I just realized what was going on there. Um, okay. Uh, Riley Philbert said uh, uh, he brought his uh, carpet set up to Ohio and didn't really change that much. They ran slicks there too. No, that's cool. Yep. Let's see. Jackson Anderson says, uh, we'll go to PNB. You're not racing 24 hours. It's just practice. So yeah, it's just practice. Yeah. And, uh, John Haas says, uh, on the PNB thing, he just wants the experience. So yeah, there you I go. Mean, you get a lot of experience with that one, dude. Yeah. You might have extra shock shafts, a arms, hinge pins, and, uh, pretty much anything that's hanging off your car that could get, broken but you know just, i mean it's just it, it's a big track with big jumps yeah so be ready for it uh filbert says the new armor looks pretty sick so i always i always used like uh when i do unboxings i always use that as a judgment of how the truck's gonna go so for instance we sold the bejesus out of infractions right well like mm-hmm. i said my infraction video got like twenty one thousand views within a week Compare that to the new Max that I did an unboxing on. It hasn't even hit a thousand views yet. So, oh really? Yeah. So it, I, and you can see it. There, there was a few guys that were super stoked about the Max and they came in and got it. But the sales wise, it hasn't been at the level of some of those releases that did have a lot of hype and did have a lot of people coming in and we actually did sell out or we got really close to selling out. Whereas the Max, it's been open stock. It's been fine. Like the Haas, the Traxxas Haas was that way. The Traxxas Haas and the and the and the uh, Losi Laser Nut basically came out around the same time, mm-hmm. and the Laser Nut had like like four thousand views within a matter of about a week or so, and the Haas only had like twelve hundred. And you can actually see that in the sales. We sold way more Laser Nuts in the same period as we sold Haases. So it's kind of weird how you can I could, I could always tell that, you know, by how by how much hype was going to be around something. So. This one's just weird, though. I thought there, I thought there would be more hype to it, because it was some with the handbrake on an off-road vehicle. Yeah, I figured that would be the 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 hook, you know. And it works pretty freaking sweet. I mean, I, Emerson and I were having a ton of fun with it when we were trying to get the video. Yeah, you guys are beating the crap out of it. We thing. were, we definitely did. We broke it a few times, but it's an Arma, so we had parts for it. Yeah. Kenneth Freeman says Reddit is a cesspool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no truer words on yeah, the internet have ever I would been say, typed. I would say Twitter is a bigger cesspool than Reddit. <laughs> Twitter is a the wild west. Yeah, man. I, I'm glad I don't. I don't get on Twitter anymore. I'm glad I don't. I don't even look at it. 
Twitter's not a place for RC car stuff. Put it that way. Mm-hmm. You know, like like back a long time ago, TLR had us. They wanted us to have um, a Facebook account um, and a Twitter account. So I had my Twitter handle is like Alex TLR Sturgeon or something like that. But mm-hmm. it's just Twitter's just not the place for that. Instagram and no. and Facebook and you know yeah Facebook and the gram those are the two I got yeah. Uh, Tommy says Emerson is just like his dad when he was younger, uh, except that he doesn't have his dad's bad temper. <laughs> I don't know about that. He just does a better job of, uh, he has, he has other things he gets very upset about. Yeah. But I guess maybe not. You know, better know. than I do. Yeah. No, not as much as I do, I guess. Yeah. That's probably a true statement. Yeah. Um, Tommy. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, so speaking of old region eight, before we get going, I just want to give Tommy Smith and a shout out. He did kick butt in four wheel drive, um, this weekend, four wheel drive mod. Nice. And, uh, if it wasn't for, um, him breaking his car, he broke, he broke the, the a mount on for the, for the front end, the metal, is that what it's called? There's a, B, C and D. He broke the a mount and, that's something you don't break every day. So of course nobody had any parts for that. So he tried to JB weld it and, uh, it, it, it survived for, it survived for, um, one of the triple A mains, I think, or something like Bummer. that. And then he was hoping that Emerson would have won a two. Cause he said he was going to ask to drive Emerson's car for mm-hmm. the, for the, his a three. Yeah. But, uh, but still, I mean, he was driving like the old Tommy in four wheel two wheel drive. Um, the competition was pretty high there and, uh, he had, he had, he had moments, but, uh, definitely in four wheel drive. Um, he was on mm-hmm. it. Yeah, that's great. It was really good. And Ariana did really good too. She, she was getting the hang of it down there. Hell yeah. Uh, um, Jackson Anderson. Uh, this is the last comment. It looks like, uh, I used fuzz bites and man, they barely wore out. They look almost new. So yeah. the store got in, a bunch of those pre-mounted fuzz bites. Cool. And uh, we have a whole bunch of pre-mounted twin pins. So we're pretty much set to go for the last five carpet races. We only have five carpet races left. Mm-hmm. Then we go back to dirt. So about a month. Woo. Woo. Please remember, uh, this show is brought to you by Pivot Lending Group. You can find them at pivotlending.com. Mention our show. Get yourself a home loan refinance and uh, $500 lender credit or an eighth of an appointment. Eighth of a point. Is it easier to say eighth of a point or is it easier to say 0.125 off your interest rate? 0.125. You'd say eighth of a percent. Eighth of a percent. Eighth of a percent. Yeah, there you go. Anyways, and uh, that's it. We'll be back next week. We're going to, um, I'm going to try to get us a guest maybe for next week. Ooh, guest. So we'll, uh, we'll see what I can wrangle up. Just to change it up a little bit, and uh, yeah, we haven't had a guest in a while. We haven't. I know we've been we've been enjoying ourselves, talking amongst ourselves. Well, yeah, we missed a couple of weeks, and like I, I'm usually the guy that gets the guests, and I've been busy. So, super chat. Peter Renault just dropped a uh, eight dollar Canadian super chat, and he wants to oh, know wow. when when the next live stream is. I so we should be on Wednesday. Margie put me down for four dollars. <laughs> Um, but, uh, <laughs> Wednesday, uh, should be on, I don't have anything else going on. So there'll be, de- um, uh, the after hour show on Wednesday. 
and then I should be able to get uh, the mains from this coming up Saturday as well. So cool. Yeah. Using that uh, using that live stream, and just so you guys know, we don't monetize our live stream. Yeah, no ads. This show's not monetized. The uh, after hours isn't monetized, and our race uh, races aren't either when they're live stream. So yeah, so come for some good old wholesome public access style entertainment. Yeah, exactly. I'll uh, I'll see you guys. Yep, see you guys. Thanks right. for being you. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Bye.